Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career, adjusting to stay-at-home mom life, in order to help other women with their motherhood journey or their work-life balance journey so they can let go, make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. So if you are new to One of a Kind You, thank you so much for stopping by to take a listen. If you are a regular here, welcome back. I'm so thrilled that you decided to join us again this week. So for the past month, I have deviated from my usual show format. Typically, I read a journal entry of mine from 2015, and then I reflect on the situation then, knowing what I know now. But February was Teen Dating Violence Awareness and Prevention Month, and being a domestic violence survivor from the relationship with my high school boyfriend, I really wanted to spend the month of February and highlight things related to teen dating violence. So this is the last episode around that topic, specifically that topic. And so uh, no journal entry today, but that's okay. So um, this podcast I thought was a great way to end the month um, because I often get asked if I could go back in that time that time of my life, and do that five and a half years over again, would I? The answer is no. I wouldn't subject myself to the physical, mental, and emotional abuse, the financial abuse, the sexual abuse. I would not sign myself up for that again, ever. Not in a million years. But with that being said, I don't regret it. And so the other inspiration for this podcast was an email that I get from John Maxwell. He is a leadership coach and every day he sends out a video email with a tip or a motivational message for the day. And uh, last week he sent out a, a message about regrets and living in the past and doing things over. And he was talking with CEOs of Fortune 500 companies about regret. And they all said that, no, they wouldn't regret or they wouldn't do over the things that they regret because they, uh, those experiences got them to where they are. And so I feel the same way about the relationship with my high school boyfriend because without that experience, as awful and as painful as it was, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I endured a lot during that time in my life when it was such a pivotal time. You know, my brain was still developing. It's a time of adolescence where you're figuring out who you are and what you want for yourself and what you want for your life. And you're making social connections in high school and experiencing such amazing, incredible things. You know, maybe a first kiss or a first date or prom or homecoming or a Bell's Ball. all types of different things and I missed out on a lot of that because of that relationship but with that all the things that I missed out on it gave me other experiences that are probably just as valuable as the I'll say the normal or the typical teenage experiences that you get because it helped me to grow and evolve in different ways and it took me a long time to get to that point I'm also often asked why I stayed for five years, five and a half years. And that is 
also kind of eye-opening it wasn't um easy to leave and when i finally did leave um right around my 21st birthday it still wasn't easy um i stayed though for all the wrong reasons i stayed because i was afraid to admit what i was going through i stayed because i didn't want to hear people say we told you so we told you he wasn't the right person he was a bad person you know we told you we told you i didn't want to to hear that um, but I also stayed because I was fearful of my life I didn't know what he would do if I left I often thought that he would kill me and then kill himself because in some naive level I thought that he wouldn't be able to live without me I quickly realized that that was not the case because he had cheated on me more times than I can count um, all through our relationship when we were in high school after high school when we were in our 20s um, and the really the straw that broke the camel's back was that after he got out of jail and promised me that things would be the same and after I said yes to the jailhouse proposal nothing changed and I don't remember the exact dates that I left um, but the day was I'll say normal I didn't want to be with him but like I said, I was hesitant. I was scared to leave. I was hanging on the promise that things would change. They wouldn't be the way that they were when he, prior to him going to jail. And so this day that I was hanging out with him, I really didn't want to be in his presence. But I felt obligated to do it because if I said to him, no, I don't want to hang out with you, he would have accused me of cheating on him. It would have started a huge argument. And it was just easier to give in and so we stopped at his house and I waited in the car and his younger cousin came out and she was like did you know that him and this other girl are gonna have a baby and in that minute I said to her you have to get out of the car I have to go and I drove away and that was the that was how I ended it and he called my mom's house and you know cussed me out why did I leave and I told him I'm done I know about the baby with the other girl and I'm not doing this anymore and later that night he had a friend drive him to my house he barged in through the front door took the engagement ring spit in my face and punched me in the stomach and left and I screamed at him and the friend never to come back to my house again and it took five years I mean it took a lot to get to the breaking point where I was like okay this is it I am done and I've had enough and but with that being said I like I said I don't regret it because I look at all the experiences that I've had during that time and the perspective that they've given me so my husband is an incredibly sweet guy he's super patient very laid-back and easygoing nine times out of ten we're polar opposites because I'm the one who's high energy never stops talking is very go 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 and you know the saying nice guys always finish last well I probably would not have appreciated my husband on the level that I do um, if I hadn't had that relationship with the high school boyfriend and I can appreciate the things that I have now because when I was with that high school boyfriend I barely had money to put in the gas tank to get my car to move so I could get to work and now and I you know there were times where I had been kicked out of my house and we were sleeping in a friend's car or his I was sleeping in his parents car or a friend of his snuck me into their basement and then I had to leave in the morning before their parents got up for work 
And so now I have a roof over my head that's stable and that won't be taken from me. And I can put food on the table. I, I know that I have, I'm guaranteed a meal every day, three times a day and a snack if needed. And I don't ever have to worry about that. I have clothes to keep me warm. I have a car that runs. I can put gas in my car. So those are all material things really, but all the things that I couldn't necessarily provide for myself uh, when I was with him because of the circumstances. Um, but more importantly, I know that I'm safe. So it just, I put boundaries in place for myself. I stand up for myself now. All the things that I didn't do then, I do now. So looking back on that relationship, it gave me the perspective of what I really wanted in life. And then I got those things and now I can value them that much more because I've seen the other side of it. But also too, it made me realize that I needed to, to commit to myself first. I needed to take care of me, not in a selfish kind of way, but in a way that says, you, you know, Kim, you matter enough to make yourself a priority. Because when I was in that situation, I didn't, I wasn't a priority to anyone, certainly not to the boyfriend and certainly not to myself. And so it's taken a long time. And in all my journal entries from 2015, 2016, I wasn't really making myself a priority because I still don't believe that I was worthy of that. But now I know that I am and I do. And so I just really wanted to end on this episode for this theme of this month because while things may not always go the way that we plan, things might have bumps in the road, things might be painful at times, um, without all of these experiences, we can't gain the perspective and the knowledge and the love and the compassion and the grace for ourselves and for others. And so while life would be much easier if it was more of like a flat line, even keel all the time, it's never going to be like that. So if you can appreciate and gain the perspective and the lessons and the knowledge from the ups and downs, then it makes those experiences worth it. It helps you to see that all of those things that you've been through and experienced were intended to get you to the place where you are now. Even if the today is in the place that you are now isn't necessarily where you want to be long term, it's just a part of the stepping stone. It's part of the journey. And so with that being said, all of the things that I dealt with in those five and a half years in that relationship, each and every one of those experiences were stepping stones. They were part of the journey. If I didn't have them, I wouldn't be here. And so, like I said, it wasn't an easy journey to get here. There are still days where it feels like the rest of my life's journey could possibly be a struggle. But I have the perspective to know that even if things continue to feel like a struggle or they're not working out on the timing that I want them to, it's okay because in this moment I'm learning. I'm learning something every day. And so, um, I hope that you found this episode of One of a Kind You Valuable. And just remember not to live in regret, but to learn, live in a place of, wow, this helped me to gain so much. And hopefully that will help give you a little bit of um, guidance and enthusiasm and zest as you continue on your journey. And if you felt like this was helpful and you want to share this with a friend, I would so greatly appreciate that. 
And next week, you're in for a treat because we are having our first podcast guest on One of a Kind You. Elizabeth Stitt, a parenting coach, will be joining us. And she's going to be talking with us about family meetings and communication strategies. So I'm super excited for her to be on the show. So definitely come on back and join us next week on One of a Kind You. And thank you again for tuning in, and I will see you next week.